Yes, sir, it's time to crank up the big, the bada, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. We all survived the 4th of July. Thanks, JPP, for the PSA. I appreciate that. Although it looked like, uh, you know, his hand could be... I want Arnold to be like, it's not a tumor. <laughs> Looking at the, the mitts on that thing, dude. Freaking crazy, dude. You had damaged goods. But... Uh, good on him doing the PSA. I hope everybody listened to it. I know one person obviously didn't. I think that was uh, Nick Young, so that's a, an F on that guy. Uh, but anyway, we've got some things to get to. We did survive. I appreciated some fireworks. We were thinking about going to the Diamond uh, with the squirrels, but that did not happen. We got a two-year-old and a one-month-old, so we, we thought about it, and nope. we said, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> thought, thought, thought better. Eh, not a good idea. Not, nah, not a good idea. So we ended up not doing that. I think it was the right decision. We actually ended up watching the fireworks. We recorded it uh, off NBC or whatever. I think it was the Macy's Fourth of July thing, and we watched it actually today. <laughs> and yes, it was Nick, it was Nick Young, by the way. My bad. So uh, I don't think he, he he needs to tune in to JPP's uh, fireworks PSA. He uh, emerged okay, but it did explode close to his face. So fail on him. Hopefully everybody else had a good time, 4th of July, with friends, with food, with beverages, with fun. Uh, by the way, uh, we had red buns. I have no idea who actually makes these. They're like these zesty, almost tangy, it's almost, it's almost like they're hot sauce buns. It's really kind of odd. So we had this thing at um, the school I work for, kind of our end of the year thing, and they had extra buns. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of crazy. I'll save some of those for the 4th of July. And they were like, here, take a bag of them. You can have this bag of buns. And I was like, yeah, what a win. Cool. So we had him in the freezer, and we had a few friends over. Very, very low-key. Very low-key. Uh, had a, a couple of friends over. Kind of more of a, a kid play date than anything. And we broke out the red buns. And I swear to a T, everybody that sees the red buns, like, they don't want to eat them. And I don't get it. I'm like, they're good. They're tangy. We're having barbecue. Put some hot sauce on it. It's great. But they just don't want to eat the red buns. I don't get it. But it goes to show you that, like, when you, when you mess with food color... People are just not sure what to do about it. Like, they have, like, cognitive dissonance about the food. You know what I mean? So, you know, unless it's chocolate milk. That people are, you know, people are okay with that. Uh, milk, chocolate milk, strawberry milk, those three things. But, yeah, you know, it's just the way that it is. So, apparently, red buns, they're a fail. I don't know. But, anywho, we have some stuff to get to. So, let's get, let's get everybody in. Uh, lest they end up signing with different podcasts uh, in Golden State. Or maybe somebody <laughs> wants to fill the void in uh, Miami with some heat podcast since, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade's gone, Kevin Durant's gone. Things are getting crazy around here, man. I tell you what, so let's go ahead and get uh, get him in here, man. Since uh, Kevin Durant dropped bombs on OKC, let's go ahead and bring him in old school, a little gap band action. That's right, the one and only Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. What's up, brother? Dude, I didn't want to make the announcement too quick, but the Warriors did want to sign me to a podcast contract. Yeah, so. Look at that, man. Well, if, you, if you can get the money, man, take it and run. Hey. Because <laughs> you know you what? Know, it's funny you talk about the red buns, fail. You know, I, I feel bad for one of our own who had some red buns uh, this past week. Uh, glad to hear you're feeling better with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I tell you, I have the perfect thing for Whitfield. Penis in your anus. <laughs> Speaking of red buns. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on a serious note, though, Matt. <laughs> what? At, at least there's no live look in. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway. I, I'm glad you are feeling better. 
Yeah, we're glad you're feeling better, man. Keep healing up, bro. Keep healing up, man. Lord, have mercy. Except oh, he didn't, so thank goodness. But anyway, yes, dropping palms, man. God bless. <laughs> Shannon, that was that. You went straight. Uh, I want me some glory. You like that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> you went straight for the Red Buns glory hole on Woodfield. I want me some glory. You like that? Dude. I'm sitting there rolling as you're saying it, and <laughs> I, I'm like, it just right there in my yeah, head. I'm like, it, I, that's it, my one-liner to start out. Yeah, so. man, it, it's all good, man. It's all good. Cheers. Holy moly. That's good times right there. Mm. Anyway, what should I bring old D-Stat into today? Huh. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm thinking here. I'm thinking about what might be kind of good, man. That's oh, man. all right. You know, you know it's funny. I'm not going to give you a, 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 a helpful hint, or maybe I am, but just a funny note that's uh, earlier today. I was rewatching not another teen movie, right? Just randomly HBO Go, and forgot that like Good Charlotte it was like the house band at prom, and just seeing them just just made me seethe in anger, you know, all over again. So uh, yeah. although I, I Mark- always forget how much you dislike them. Fucking spice them. <laughs> Mark, Mark had to go to the uh, supermarket today, and uh, it was two dollars and ninety five cents. So he paid three dollars and got some got a nickel back. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Oh yeah, that's all right. We'll go ahead and give him a little uh, lifestyle of the rich and famous, just for him. A good Charlotte. There you go. I was, I was bringing it on myself, but that's fine. You did. It's to- It's entirely your fault. Entirely. Your probably fault. my that make me angrier than Nickelback and everything else combined. That's impressive, wow. by the way. Wow, really? I just despise them so much. So, yeah, good Charlotte, get off my lawn. There it is, man. <laughs> yes. There it is. I That's could do a, a whole podcast of get off my lawn, good you, Charlotte. You probably could, man. It's, it's easy. That's all right. I won't torture you with that stuff. It's always a little fun to mess with you. But anyway, let's go ahead and get you in and, uh, you know, you know how to hit your cue, brother. Oh, of course. All right, three brew and fun. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, buddy. That's right. So, good times. Mark, man, I, I got to tell you, as you're closing in, we have some fun plans in July. Mark's going to come down to uh, the RVA, or perhaps just Charlottesville. We're going to do the old 151 tour as we celebrate this old meathead uh, before he ties the knot. So, that'll be a, little, that'll be a lot of fun. We're going to have some good beers, some good times. Yes. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. That should be a lot of fun. We'll see if we have any good stories that come out of that. They may not be uh, podcast shareable. You never know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, extremely looking forward to that. And, yeah. and if I can announce, I'm extremely excited to be back in the land of the employed and and, and very well employed. Got a exciting new job that I start uh, on Monday, July 11th. So uh, that is excellent times. So look, look, he may not be he may not be famous, but. Good Charlotte says uh, at least you can pretend to be rich, right? <laughs> Yay, being employed. Is there? You know what? Shots on D-Stat. Absolutely. There you go. After, after, the, after the first picture. Uh, I mean, we got to do rounds. Oh, dude. Dude, dude, dude. Look. And Andrew Luck. I don't even know who's buying tonight. I mean, Andrew Luck's cashing in. Uh, Kevin Durant's cashing in. Hell, I mean, all kinds of like rando freaking people are making tons of bank in the NBA, man. What, what was it like three billion dollars or something crazy was spent in the first three billion? Ryan, Ryan freaking Anderson making eighty million four years. Who? Yeah, three billion spent in the first ninety six hours of free agency 
What didn't uh, d- didn't uh, Timothy Moskov make a crap ton of money too? Sixty four mil from yeah. the Lakers. I mean, look, he drinks were on him. Drinks were on Durant. Drinks were on Mike Conley. God bless. I mean, Dwayne Wade in Chicago. And that's still weird to me. He's actually a guy I thought would stay, would finish out his career with the team. I, I really did. Um, and for all the people that were thinking he'd go to Cleveland, ha, ha, ha. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ego in basketball. And I think the only thing they had was like, what? I mean, uh, the stories I saw, they talked about like $3.4 million. I, I can't imagine Dwayne Wade would have done that. So, But at least he's going home. I mean, he's got that for him. But I really thought he would finish out his career in Miami. It's just kind of odd to me. What are you going to do? So let's see. All right, drinks on Luck. Drinks on Wade. Drinks on (laughs) – we got a lot of drinks to have. Uh, Definitely drinks on Durant. Um, Man, going to be good times. Oh, yeah. Three billion in the first 96 hours of free agency. That is insane. How does Hassan Whiteside feel? He's like, yeah, going to Miami to D-Wade. What up? Oh, see you later. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, yeah, that's, that's like the old uh, Ric Flair. You, he puts out his hand to shake his hand, and he you'd go to shake it, and he uh, pats his hair down as you miss the handshake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. brutal. By the way, there's so much money flying around in the NBA. This is one of the – I don't know if you guys saw this, but I thought it was great. Uh, Von Miller, who has his own contract issue going on right now with the Denver Broncos – uh, they're trying to work out a long-term deal. And I love the fact that Von Miller actually uh, photo- <laughs> he photoshopped a picture of himself in a Golden State Warriors jersey. <laughs> and he put it out there. I thought that was really funny. The, the caption was just, I, it looks good to me. You know. <laughs> Dude, it, uh, I, I got to say the money in the NBA is getting crazy. But, you know, you have to keep it in context. Obviously, much smaller rosters. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening as far as the salary cap going up, salary cap floor going up. Uh, but it's it's hard to reconcile because there's definitely some people you're looking at going, how on earth are they making this money? But it's a changing landscape. The numbers are going to get a little funny over the next couple of years. <clears throat> but there's definitely some people cashing in that you feel like within a season or two, teams are going to be moving the, the contract. You know what I mean? We're going to be uh, uh, a few years from now, there's going to be like, oh, this expiring contract, let's ship it out of here. But the, the money is completely crazy for some of these guys completely crazy. i mean good for them for getting it you know it's what it is the old proverbial it is what it is that's the economic landscape in the nba and if you're in a position to take advantage of it take advantage of it you know what i mean but don't be surprised and we'll touch more on this don't be surprised if there's if there's some looming changes in the nba cba you know down the road Uh, because we've got you know whether it's fair or not um lebron and the heat they kind of did their thing uh, obviously, Durant going to the Warriors, huge story. That's certainly a huge power shift. And quite frankly, we might look, be looking at a domino effect of destruction for that Oklahoma City Thunder team, depending on what happens with Westbrook. But, I mean, it, it's just nuts. But don't be surprised, and, and we'll follow up on this thought, but don't be surprised if, if the next NBA, like CBA, there's some shenanigans with it as they try to kind of make some sense of the new economic oh, landscape. yeah. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, it's it's well, a big deal. It's a big let's deal. Put it, let's put it this way, bro. The the salary cap this year was seventy million. Uh huh. Next year, ninety four. And what about uh, isn't it going up the year after that as well? And then next year, it's going up to one thirteen. I mean, that's a Ooh. massive, massive change over the. You know, I mean, that's a huge. That's a huge shift in two years. So I mean, teams have to burn a lot of cash. So you're gonna get some really, you know, average or kind of. I hate to say journeyman, but there there will be people that are that would in most scenarios because they're pretty 
normal players making a lot of money because there's just there's oh, yeah. a lot of cash to burn. You know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe some teams would be better restructuring or redoing some new deals or tearing up some contracts. I don't know. I'm not familiar. I'm not an agent. I don't know how all the stuff works. But uh, as far as NBA contracts, but it, it definitely looks a little crazy. And three billion dollars over ninety six hours, man. That that's got to be that's got to be a record, dude. For like multiple leagues. <laughs> I mean, take your pick. It's a, it's a good thing uh, Messi's okay. not an NBA player. How much tax evasion could he do with that kind of money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Football, man. Football. <laughs> uh, he's, he's not going to see jail time, by the way. Uh, so anybody that hates Messi, number one, you shouldn't hate him. It's a hell of a soccer player. But, dude, tax fraud, you're in bad shape if you do some tax fraud with the man. Because <laughs> the man usually well, figures that out. <laughs> well, yeah, the man figures it out. But if you are the man or the woman, then you get away with it. Yeah, well, that's that's a different issue, but uh, gotta have billions in your back pocket. Though. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, get, you gotta gotta grease the palms, you know, mm. and navigate the day, navigate uh, the day, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with the messy thing. But uh, I guess actually, we could say that is a bit messy, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> get off my lawn! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, get off my lawn with that one. Yeah, yeah, that was for you. So I tell you what, man. Let, let's flip to really the the lead piece, the lead story uh, is really Kevin Durant. We can talk about the money that's you know been pumped out with NBA free agency, which is clearly obscene and ridiculous. But again, that's what the economic landscape is in the NBA. It's what it is. It's there to spend. They're going to spend it, and the players that are available and are free agents in this period of time, they're going to get you know they're going to take advantage of it. It's not their fault. It's just what it is. Right, but Kevin Durant, <laughs> at this point, making the shift and signing with Golden State—that's a—that—that's something that redefines a landscape, not just a fiscal landscape for teams, but an absolute—you know—who's the favorite to win? Uh, you know, what's your power structure, and you know, in the West, I mean, that's an insane thing because I think most of us really looked at Golden State this past season as—I mean, they they. Had a phenomenal regular season, fell short in the in the NBA Finals. Obviously, that's massive kudos to, the, to Cleveland and the Cavaliers because that was a lot of heart. Um, you can go back and nitpick and cherry pick, and maybe if you know this doesn't happen or that doesn't happen, blah. You know, Draymond Green doesn't get suspended. Maybe the Warriors win. Who cares? But it it's interesting looking back at like the ripple effect of really what LeBron did a few years ago with Miami, and then going back home, and then where Golden State is at as a team. And then to lose in the finals for a team that had an opportunity to put a real stamp as being an all-time team if they had finished uh, losing and then reloading in a manner that I think most people would have been like, there's no way that happens, seriously, and they did it. Uh, again, this is an intersection of uh, you know, the, just the salary cap changing and Kevin Durant's opportunity as a free agent to, to make a move there. You know, uh, we can talk about Oklahoma City fans. We'll certainly get to their boohoo and stories in a few minutes. And, you know, we've talked about the Thunder before uh, when he moved Harden. You know, I think most of us have a l- at least a little bit of a soft spot for the Thunder. I don't really know why. Uh, maybe that, you know, I kind of felt bad for the, you know, Seattle when they lost the Sonics. Uh, but I didn't I didn't hate the Thunder, man. I like Durant. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Durant was there the last year in Seattle, right? I believe yeah. so. Uh, I'd have to double check, but I could swear he played one one season when it, they were still the Supersonics, man. Uh, Debt left shrimp, not not included. Um, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's such a huge thing, such a huge thing. Obviously, Mark, you know, 
Uh, You're very big on the Warriors. And, again, I think we all have a soft spot for the Thunder. But the West has been such a hotbed for phenomenal basketball. Again, kudos to the Cavaliers coming out of the East and doing that. Uh, They're in an excellent position with Kyrie and LeBron, and we'll see who else they can – you know, get onto that team for next year, but they certainly should be in a good position to make a run uh, to get to the finals again. I would think we joked around about the the best of three, and it's very conceivable that next year we see the Warriors and the Cavaliers again, which is crazy, but it's very conceivable. But let's 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 focus on Kevin Durant for a minute, Mark. Given your you know fandom of the Warriors, and I know you've defended. Uh, Durant a little bit, and you've defended the Warriors a little bit, you know, over the past couple of podcasts. But hey, let's look at it this way: How surprised were you that he actually went there? Uh, I was really surprised. You know, I, I had been wanting to say that I thought that he was going to do this day with the Thunder for one more season. You know, he and Westbrook give it one more one more shot. They were, you know, a few plays, a few mistakes away from <clears throat> being the team of the finals. Up three one. Yeah, a lot, a lot. They had they had their chances. So clearly, a team with a lot of talents. Uh, team is a lot of fun to watch, and uh, yeah, I thought they deserved one more one more go around. That said, you know, grown man is dedicated. You know, a whole first chunk of his career to the Thunder owes them nothing going forward. He's he's got a right to make a decision to do, do what he wants with his career, and decided to go with a superstar team. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I was shocked to see him go elsewhere. But I've been surprised at the amount of you know, animosity that's, that's come at him before making this decision. Come on, are you really surprised at the hate? I shouldn't be, perhaps. But a, a little bit at the degree that it's coming. I, I, I don't, I, you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I, you know, I certainly, I knocked LeBron for when he first tried to, you know, well, not tried to, but did put together the, the, the big three. And so I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say that I still prefer the idea for guys who want to be superstars to, to you know want to be in scenarios where they're the man as opposed to you know putting together these these superstar rosters which certainly you'd be hard-pressed to say that you know on paper which again <laughs> on paper doesn't always translate to nope. you know great things they still got to make it work they still got to you know mesh and, and 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 have chemistry together but you know on paper i mean they're by miles and miles the best offensive team in the league now, defense is going to be where they're still I mean, not not a question in terms of thinking they're bad, but just I mean that's that's where they have to prove themselves offensively. I don't know how they're not the best you know team in the league by you know many many miles, but you know I, I still say my question. I say a lot of other people probably say you know where how is everybody going to get their fair share of shots? I mean there's just there's just not. I mean then compared to what they've been used to, they're going to have to adjust because they can't all get. The same amount of you know offensive shots and possessions that they're used to. Somebody's going to kind of have well, to you know, accept a different kind of yeah, role. Yeah, I mean, it, it, one only one ball to go around. I mean, that's true. But that, that I think the offensive flow and tempo, especially when they go to their which will be their new depth lineup, right? When they're doing that, I mean, you you have opportunities in transition. Obviously, you you would expect the Splash Brothers to keep you know pulling it up and, and launching the stuff. Uh, he certainly can gobble up uh, the remnants of Harrison Barnes. And then, quite frankly, let's be real. Durant is going to open things up in a way that Barnes never did. And that's not really a knock against Barnes. It's just Durant is obviously, if Barnes is here, you know, Durant's like on a much higher level. So if the chemistry is there, that tempo, the speed, and the way that they, they play, they, I think they can certainly get everybody shots as long as they're not fixated on having, not necessarily fixated on a number. You know what I mean? 
looking back on it, just to give you some some number crunching here, man. Um, the Warriors averaged 87.3 shots a game last year. Team's top four scores: Curry, Thompson, Green, and Harrison Barnes took 57.2 of those attempts on average. All right. Like I said, you know Durant's going to take Barnes shots, which is around 10. That uh, is about 10 fewer than his average number of shots with the Thunder. But think about it like this. When you look at the other guys, Curry's about 19 shots a game. Thompson's 15. Draymond's 8. The rest of the team's about 27 shots per game. So, you know, if a, a couple of those come off, depending on offensive flow and tempo and some other things, I think they're still okay. I think they can still spread the ball around. I think the really big thing here is the way they can space the floor and make shots. You know what I mean? That's what I think is going to be very fascinating. It, love them or hate them, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hate them. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a thing to watch. I mean, that is going to be like a real-life video game team. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just oh, it's yeah. it's going to be completely ridiculous. And we'll see. You know, I've seen some articles talk about the issues with Draymond. Obviously, he's a spark plug kind of guy. You have to hope that his mindset stays right and he's not punching people. You know what? I figured out what happened to Whitfield. It was freaking Draymond Green. He took out his tank. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Draymond. <laughs> Dude, I just I just had a really bad thought. You could totally go Millie Vanilli, you blame said- it on the tank. Blame oh. it on the I don't I don't know that we can make blame it on the taint. I don't know if that works. I don't know if that works. That's oh. funny though. <laughs> At least you didn't say girl, you know it's poo. <laughs> that would be really for the Olympics in Rio teach Oh my god. That's for the Olympics. Girl, you know oh, it's poo. Wow. Blame it on the rain. Well, that's kind of fitting since we're talking about the Thunder, I suppose. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? No? No love? No, no love? No, I agree. <laughs> anyway. The uh, got all right. rolled. <laughs> yes, sir. They did. So, all right, all right, thinking about, you know, because of their tempo, their pacing, their speed, and what they can do, uh, I, think they can make, I think they can make up some shots for him. Right? I, I really do. Uh, I guess part of it becomes what they want, you know, in the context of certain games – how, how well do they distribute that? That I'm certainly curious to see, but I think because of how that team's built and because of how they play, I think they'll be able to, to do that all right. Uh, the fair, the one, again, the thing that I've seen people come up with is they're worried a little bit about Draymond, but keep in mind that's a guy that does a lot with you know transition and, and getting other opportunities anyway. So I think that'll, that'll kind of sort itself out. And again, spark below kind of guy. You know, make a play, do this, whatever, and, and get out and go. Um, Shannon, since you wanted to blame it on the rain, we, <laughs> we got a little bit of insight from Mark here. But looking at, at who, what the Warriors have been, uh, what do you think the Warriors can be with Durant in this offense? Uh, they can be healthier. When you have one of the top three players in the world come onto a team that won 73 games, that means that guys like Curry can take a game off here or there or maybe even like a, a weekend series here or there. So he can rest up, or Clay Thompson can take some time, or Durant can take some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's going to help them be healthier because they're going to have so much offensive depth that they won't need that lineup every single game. Uh, Greg Popovich would be the perfect coach for that because uh, he could definitely spread out the minutes there. Uh, but I, I think that's just going to help them uh, just 
when it comes to the playoffs, I mean, could you imagine that team just full on just gunning it? I mean, it's, it, it could be, be probably the best offensive team in the history of the NBA if they get their act together. Sure. Now, I mean, I, I think the Popovich context and kind of the Spurs context is, is interesting. And uh, we're still waiting for official word of what's going to happen with Tim Duncan. There's been some signs he's going to, you know, he's leaning towards retirement. We'll see. Um, it'll be kind of a sad day to see him actually retire and go. But, I mean, he's done his tour of duty in the NBA by far. But the Popovich and Spurs context is interesting because that's a team that really managed, managed minutes with older players. Now, I do think it bit him in the butt. I think it was last year, if I remember correctly, and they really should have won a game, and it's, it, it tied in with the Pelicans somehow, and it caused them issues in the playoffs, and that, that was kind of their own fault. That being said, you know, one of the things you'll hear a lot of people talking about is, oh, can the Warriors win 73 games or 74? I think the difference is, you know, having done the whole 73 win thing and falling short in the finals, I think you realize how much pressure, how hard that is, how taxing that kind of a season is. Um, and when you talk about Popovich and the Spurs – you know what, worry less about your win, you know, your number of wins in a regular season. I mean, obviously you want to be in first or, you know, all that stuff, be comfortable. But you don't necessarily need to be like, oh, my God, guys, we got to get 73 or 74 wins and then win the whole thing. You don't need to do that. You can keep players fresher. Your real goal is the postseason. Your real plan is, is the, you know, obviously if you're signing Durant, you're here to win. You're here to finish it off, right? Yeah. The regular yeah. season win, pff, who cares? They don't you know? care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, if there's 68 wins, but they win the championship, who cares? You know what I mean? 68, 69, 70, that's plenty. Uh, they have a bit more latitude and a bit more flexibility as far as managing minutes. I think that's very true, and I think you can look at some other models. Now, one thing you got to keep in mind, though, as, that's different when you talk about the Spurs, they had to do some of that because of the age of those players. Here you're talking about players that are 28, 29 years old. I mean, the, the Warriors are, you know, this is a group of guys that are in their absolute prime. I mean, yeah. it's disgustingly scary. Disgustingly scary what they can be. Now, yeah, I think everybody will say it looks great on paper, looks great on paper. Look, that it, do, it looks fantastic on paper, and it, it's going to look fan. You know how many people are going to be using Golden State in any, in, in any video games that are playing people online? They're probably going to be like, you can't, you know, you can't play with the Warriors. You've got to play with somebody <laughs> else. <coughs> they just won't play him. You know what I mean? It's going to be nuts. Uh, they've got some work to do, but... You know, you think about having, you know, Draymond at center, Durant at power forward, you know, obviously Curry, Thompson, Iguodala. Uh, you know, that, that is a really, really filthy lineup. You've got, you know, very good defenders uh, in Iggy Green and Thompson, and then you have, you know, very clearly elite shooters, Thompson, Durant, and obviously Curry, duh. Um, you got, you know, four players who've averaged at least five assists in a season. I mean, look, they can shoot, they can pass, they can defend. Uh, I mean, it's just... I mean, it's crazy. Keep in mind, uh, this past season's death lineup, uh, Curry, Thompson, Iguodala, Harrison, Barnes, see you later, Harrison, and uh, Draymond Green, they outscored teams by 47 points per 100 possessions. Wow. I mean, that's filthy. But we can talk <coughs> about defense, and again, regular season, postseason, it, it differed. They did struggle a little bit in the playoffs, but I think there's some, you know, there's other reasons for that. I don't know that I would go so far as to say the death lineup was figured out. Some people would make that argument. But, you know, look, the the ceiling for that team is disgusting. And another reason that the minutes are going to be important this year is because you got Durant, Clay Thompson, and uh, Draymond who are going to be playing in the Olympics. 
So you're going to have all of that, all those minutes for USA. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, Curry's not going to play because of the injuries he had during the playoffs. But, I mean, those three, and then with Curry coming back from those health issues, uh, you know, minutes are, minutes are going to be important. Sure. Um, but, in Honestly, they could probably put it on cruise control till the all-star break, and then start cranking it up after that. Um, that's usually what, the, you know. Well, if you got Durant or Curry, you can pretty much put it on cruise well, until that. Well, point. that kind of lineup, yeah. I mean, you don't have to go balls out the whole freaking season. You know, you can kind of pick your moments depending on how the standings are and and what you're trying to accomplish. But uh, with that kind of a lineup. You know, you can go pedal to the metal for you know a ha- you know a half or maybe two or three quarters, and then you you know if you've get, if other than you know padding your stats, if you have a nice lead, you start pulling people. Yeah. You know, so we'll see how that plays out. But that, but that's a legit point. I think people, yeah, we might you know forget about some of the minutes they're going to log with the Olympics, but uh, that and some trash talking. Oh my God, thinking some trash talking on that team in the Olympics, dude. <laughs> That's gonna be good. Kyrie's on the. I mean, right? That'll be fun. Anyway, we're probably running close to you know uh, hitting to like our home stretch for segment one. So let's flip back to uh, Mark for a second. Clearly, you know, I feel that Durant's a you know a good fit <coughs> with the Warriors. We have the age thing, we have the minutes thing, we have the skill thing. Um, have you looked at any of the odds for Golden State as far as winning the title? <laughs> I, I haven't yet. I'm sure. Uh, you know, it's funny. As I remember, you know, just because there was the strong rumor mm-hmm. before the decision that, uh, uh, well, actually, sorry, I guess decision 2.0 that uh, LeBron was going to come out to Cleveland. You know, the, the odds on Cleveland for his first year, you know, skyrocketed. Obviously, Durant, you know, his decision wasn't, you know. Well, was both more of a mystery, but uh, I'm sure that whatever you know, Golden State's odds, which I'm sure were already, of course, pretty high for next year, have skyrocketed now. Uh, I haven't. I can. I can certainly pull it up and have that for for next segment. But uh, yeah, good. they're. I mean, how could they not be the you know huge favorite? Here, I'll 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 send one to you in the sports group chat to see you can. Uh, from what I'd heard, it was it up, but... 68 and a half wins over under. Yes, that uh, there's one. I have one article on for the win, and before the decision, they had this is you know a tweet from the Westgate Las Vegas Superbook. <laughs> uh, but before the Durant decision, the Warriors were two to one, and now they are four to five. <laughs> oh my gosh! So there, uh, it's like the old. Uh, Let's see, NBA Futures to win the 2016-17 NBA Championship. Warriors are uh, negative 125. Yeah, so, that sounds about right. Yeah. Cavs are plus 300, Spurs plus 800, Thunder plus 1,000. Although that, that number might change, too, depending on what happens with Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I'll be curious to see. But, yeah, one other thing they had listed was uh, the next season's regular season wins, and the over-under is listed at 68 and a half. And this person's like, I don't care how good they are. Take the under on that one. <laughs> you absolutely do. Yeah, in all likelihood. But betting betting stuff aside, what kind of pressure do you think that team's going to have on them? And really, this is a twofold question. You've got, obviously, if you sign Durant, you have that core. You can talk about the relationships they've, they've forged. And obviously, Durant, you know, looking at and opportunities for personal growth. I mean, his little, his little blurb on the Players' Tribune, I thought was, I mean, it was pretty brief. <laughs> he certainly talked about Oklahoma City, how they were remarkable, the relationships he had with the organization, 
And even though people are going to bring up LeBron's deci- decision, that was a really over-publicized. I mean, that was that was a lot, right? That was a lot. And I, I still think LeBron was taken aback by the reaction to it. I really do. But that was a spectacle. I don't think Durant made a spectacle of it. You know, he did a Tory. I mean, it, the media made a spectacle of it, but I don't think he did. And, you know, he had the article come out on the Players' Tribune, short, sweet, relatively to the point, um, talking about his growth as a player. This is the thing. He said, the primary mandate I, I had for myself in making this decision was to have it based on the potential for my growth as a player, as that has always steered me in the right direction. But I am also at a point in my life where it is of equal importance to find an opportunity that encourages my evolution as a man. Moving out of my comfort zone to a new city and community which offers the greatest potential for my contribution and personal growth, with this in mind, I've decided that I'm going to join the Golden State Warriors. So, And then he, he, he gives some gloss to OKC, um, thanks the community, thanks the organization, um, talks about memories, friendships, and uh, valuable that is. He also acknowledges that, that it pains, you know, he said it really pains me to know that I will disappoint so many people with this choice, but I believe I'm doing what I feel is the right thing at this point in my life and my playing career. And, I, you know, I, you, you'd like to take that on surface value. Uh, it, you really do. Um, obviously a huge decision for him. But, again, you know, we're talking about, you know, I mean, it's such a tremendous opportunity. Uh, big market. I mean, you're in California. I mean, it, you know, obviously the, the chase for rings, uh, endorsements. Uh, and, look, let's be honest. It, it, the pro, the tax rate there is astronomical, so it's going to cost him a lot of money to actually play for the Warriors. <laughs> He's going to make a lot of money, oh, yeah. but it, you know what I'm saying? He's going to make a lot of money, but it's going to cost him a lot of money. And like, I, I don't 12% have percent state tax. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to gobble up a lot of that one. So it, that that's what you do. But uh, when you talk about legacy and you talk about those things, that's there. So uh, anyway, we have the reactions and we have the reality. But what kind of pressure do you think? is on that team to deliver with this kind of signing going forward. And the flip side to that is when you talk about the rise of the Warriors, a lot of people rooted for them as the underdogs. Those days are over. (laughs) So realistically, are they the NBA's villains now? Or will they be? So you got got two two sides of that. And Shannon, if you want to add to that, I want Mark to go first, and then you you can run with it if you want. All All right. Um... I'll say I, I, I hope they're not the NBA villains um, because I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think they you know, quite deserve that. But, uh, but I would say that uh, um, the pressure is enormous. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no doubt in that. And, and, and maybe I'm a little softer than some people. I mean, I still think that they deserve some time to, to, you know, to, to mesh. I mean, I don't think they're going to be you know, great right out the box. Um, I, again, I'd, I'd be shocked if they come out and go like, you know, Four and twelve to start the season. I, I, that can't I don't think that's that. happening. There, there, there's, there's, I can't say there's no way, but <laughs> little to no way. Uh, but you know, they're they're not gonna. I, I just don't believe they're gonna be, you know, unstoppable from the start. You know, they're gonna they're gonna take some time to find their groove. Um, but I mean, <laughs> pressure. I don't. I can't think of too many other teams that probably have more or have had more pressure on them than than this. I, like I was saying earlier, I can't. I, I don't think you can argue that. I mean, this team is absolutely stronger than you know the 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 Heat big three. I mean, so um, you know, the villains. I, I hope not, but 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 to some, some people, they they absolutely are. 
Well, uh, it, it, it's not like they're it's not like they're villains because they're bad guys. You know, this is not right, like the right. Detroit no, Pistons no. bad boys. Or people want to exactly. hate them, or you know, but, or but, but but villains in terms of almost just looking at them like, all right, well, they're they're just the the, the paid for team. You know, they're the right. team that's you know simply is great because they've got all the you know, superstars. And I mean, they 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 do. But I think they're you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm you know looking at it through rose-colored glasses because I, I I consider myself outside of the Lakers a pretty big Warriors fan, but. I don't think, other than Draymond, they have too many personalities that you would view as, you know, very dislikable. You know, Draymond certainly gets under some people's skin. Or, uh, or he tags them in this, you know. Anyway. <laughs> he gets yeah, under their Dray- balls. Yeah, that's who. Um, Clay, 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 Clay might come off, come off as a bit arrogant at times, but uh, you said anyway. Balls. Kirk Kerr is a hugely likable head coach. I mean, enormously. One of, one of my favorites in the league. Um, so anyway, villains for some, not for me, uh, but pressure, I can't fathom being higher on anybody else in the league and probably the most pressure on a team to be great, you know, in the last many, many years. So, I mean, uh, it's like you said, it's going to be fun. I, I, I posted on the, on the, the brew wall and, and, and said, I was just getting amused slash annoyed at how many people were. A, you know, coming down so hard on Durant and 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 you know demonizing him, and then B, even more amusing is people are saying, "I'm just, you know, after this, I'm done watching the NBA. I'm done. No more NBA." For well, me. you know, they said the same thing with the Heat. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's happened before. In the of moment, course. people have these very emotional reactions because they're frustrated, particularly if they're Thunder fans. They're very frustrated, sure. Uh, or if actually, if they're fans of really a ton of other teams in this particular scenario. Because uh, it does feel like a, a very concentrated degree of power. But, you know, the thing is, it will be compelling on one level because people will root. There will be plenty of people that root for them, but there will be people that actively root against them. This is the New York Yankee syndrome. You know what I mean? Sure. But when, when teams are that good and they have that, not anymore. I mean, the Yankees aren't what they were. But, you know, uh, you think about the evil empire you know what I mean? There's a certain point with the, whether it's the Patriots, whether it was the Yankees. When you when you're when you're really good, there's the rise where people appreciate, and then that's where you're when you're there. And sometimes it splits, and there's a point where you either have so much talent, or people think that you you know you bend the rules, or they they just they, they think you something gets stacked in your favor. People hated on the Heat for a lot of different reasons, and then they kind of came around. People will hate on the Warriors in some capacity, and then they will also be able to appreciate greatness. They will hate it, and they will appreciate it at the same time. I mean, they just will. If that team team delivers, and they win 70-ish games, plus, minus, whatever, and they finish next year, people will appreciate it, but they will still hate them. And part of it's because it's not their team. Or they just feel like it, it. It there's a shift in competitive balance. This freaking mosquito in this office is killing me. I got one mosquito that got into this freaking house, and all my fat cats are just being lazy and not killing this damn thing. And I, you know, I got bit in my pinky toe on my foot. Let me tell you, it's annoying. I, I was joking around pre-podcast. You know, there's a couple of things that really suck. You know, it sucks if you get bit on your ear. That's really annoying. It stinks if you get if you're wearing sandals and you get bitten on your toes, particularly your little itty bitty piggy toe. Uh, and then if you get bitten on the top of your butt crack, man, <laughs> it's just there's certain <laughs> spots, man. You can't do anything about it, you know, unless you're free ball and you shouldn't get bitten in the nuts. But, 
you know, occasionally you get bit on the top of the butt crack. I mean, it's really obnoxious. This mosquito has bitten the ever-living crap out of me. Uh, I guess it's taste testing me along the way, man. I don't know what's going on. Dude, just drink some Captain or some beer. Well, look. Get it drunk. Yeah, I'm crushing some liquor. I'm hoping this thing's just going to get drunk and collapse and fall down. You know, sports <laughs> your drink game for this freaking mosquito. It'll just go away. But uh, super obnoxious anyway. Now my train of thought got derailed because I'm worried about this mosquito and I keep having to scratch random places on me. It's, it's annoying. <laughs> anyway, uh, obviously in context, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up segment one. Uh, we're probably, I mean, I would think we're only doing two segments tonight. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap up segment one. Shannon, same kind of vein, uh, looking at the pressure for um, OKC. And then how hateable are they <laughs> at this point? Well, I mean, you have to look at it this way. The, the pressure, there's no question. It, that it is championship or bust for this team. Right. Now, a, a lot of people want to compare them to Miami. The problem is they drafted Curry, they drafted Clay, and they drafted Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. They just happened to sign Kevin Durant. Now, is it their fault that people passed on Clay, people passed on Curry? And my God, Draymond Green was a second-round pick. A lot of people That's pass on him. Not their fault. They drafted well and drafted for their system. And you you get, I mean, they played really well together. And then you upgrade the Harrison Barnes position to one of the top two or three players in the world. And, yeah, people are probably going to hate on him for that. And people are going to hate on you for that. But that's because you win. And... People appreciate the story, like when you're the, you know, you come up and you win, kind of like the Patriots did. But then mm-hmm. when you keep winning, people are like, "Oh no, 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 we want to knock you back down a few pegs." You know, it's kind of like with life. You get the, uh, you get the promotion, and the people congratulate you. But then, you know, a few months later, maybe a year goes by, you get another promotion, and then people are like, "Oh," you know, it's kind of like the way with the Warriors or any team that's been bad for so long and when they come up and start being successful oh yeah good for them but as they keep winning and keep getting better and better then the haters come out yeah that's part of the anymore. train right i mean that's part of the train if, if you're if you're that good for a period of time you know there'll be respect and you know again i think part of the thing with the warriors you have to understand how they built to and that was a team that's i mean how, how long you yeah, go back to like chris mullen you know like old school but, Mullen, Tim Hardaway, and who was the third one? Run TMC, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, oh, but, Mitch Richmond. Mitch Richmond, man. But yes. uh, yeah, look, I mean, Golden State's had some lean years, bro. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many people are like, yeah, Warriors, dude, that team is sweet, man. <laughs> you know, they had some lean years, bro, and they they did very well to build the team. They made a very smart hire in Kerr. Um, you know, they did a lot of things right. I mean, obviously, and you know, I want to give a, a tip of the cap to Jerry West when we come back off break. Because uh, we're already over on time, but you know that's a team that on the ascent, man. I think people gave a lot of gloss to, and then this is just the price you pay for success. And they, there's a window of time; they know that. And Durant, that signing, I mean, it, it it's a it's a win now deal for sure. But that's Absolutely. a chance to really stamp it, man. And people are gonna people are gonna hate the signing. People are gonna hate the team on some level. They just will. But if you're that good, people will still respect it. You know, and uh, again, keep in mind this is this is what the landscape is, and Kevin Durant, whether you disagree with his move, gave nine I think nine years to Oklahoma City, 
and uh, yeah. certainly plenty. You know, they they had a lot of nice runs, man. Then they couldn't quite get over the hump. If you want to blame him or blame Westbrook or blame whatever Serge Ibaka, um, yeah, you can do that. But they didn't get it done. And depending on what was really going on behind the scenes, perhaps with Westbrook and their, you know, his relationship with Durant. I mean, who knows, dude? You know, the writing may have been on the wall, and you know, maybe he just got got out while the, you know, you get out while the getting's good, man. I don't know. Um, I tell you what, man. Let's uh, let, let's pick this back up on the flip side of the break because we, we got to get to Jerry West, and obviously we're going to keep talking about this. This might be the only thing we talk about tonight, and that's okay. <laughs> it totally is because I think it's that significant. Although we will give a tip of the cap to Andrew Luck, obviously for his big old contract and his uh, and his uh, ping pong robot that he'll undoubtedly buy. Uh, anyway, we're the sports brew. You can find us all, all over the place, man. Keywords are sports and brew, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spark Sports. Brady loves funnel cake if they're still around. Uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, mad dab to them. Uh, again, as always, keywords of sports brew, dude. Whether it's uh, you know iTunes or the Google Play Store or whatever, man, you can track us down uh, on Twitter at VA Sports Brew. Although we've probably been a little slack lately with that, but uh, hey, it dims the brakes. Uh, anyway, again, we're the sports brew. We'll be back in just a momento. We're gonna you know roundhouse <laughs> with some fun in segment two, and then shut this bad boy down as we send McGuffin off for vacation. <laughs> anyway, be back in just a moment. All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. You know how that goes. But anyway, I tell you what, man, we got to raise a glass, a little tip of the cap, uh, to Jerry West. By the way, massive kudos to that guy for not only helping, you know, shape the Warriors into what they are. Hell of a job, man. Not only is he, like, the freaking logo, man. He's got all of his Lakers legacy. And uh, if I recall correctly, he, you know, he was the, the orchestrator of the uh, old Kobe Shaq deal back in the day for the Lakers. But... Yeah, this is a guy that has that such, been such a figurehead for the league, and here he is doing it again. <laughs> so, Jerry West, this rum and coke is for you, bro. <laughs> mm. Salute o'clock. Shannon, what you got, man? I'm just, I'm rocking a Ducard uh, Norton tonight. Some wine. Can't get too crazy tonight. Hey, there you go. Mark, what you got, dude? Rocking a stealing time. Uh,. Magic Hat Summer Wheat is delicious. Well, that sounds pretty pretty beast, man. There. Sounds pretty beast. So, uh, you know, being a Lakers fan that you are, uh, <laughs> I know you talked about your soft spot for the Warriors, man. You know, I joke around with people at times with the uh, Packers and the Redskins, but I like the fact that Vince Lombardi kind of connects it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of a fun little – because people forget about Lombardi with the Redskins, but mainly because he a short, short tenure and he, I mean, he died. But uh, not to say the Redskins killed him. I don't think that's fair. Although, oh. so, although sometimes the fan base feels like that team kills us all the damn time, right? <laughs> but uh, it, it, all kidding aside, but Jerry West is an interesting bridge from the Lakers to the Warriors. But, man, he's done a hell of a job, I'd say, with two franchises, man. Kudos to that guy. Mark Nuffin? Oh, a whole lot of kudos. Oh, okay. Oh. No, nice. No, I, nice to have a guy that knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'd say so. I uh, know they're they're extremely lucky. Um, yeah, that man he knows basketball, and it, it sounds. I mean, they just. Uh, I I wasn't really buying. Yeah, there's you know definitely a whole lot of people you know all all convinced that's uh I don't because I don't, some friend said it that you know Durant was like ninety percent coming back to the Thunder, and I was like I'm not buying that part yet. Uh, and then there's people saying that he was you know blown away by the Clippers. I was like eh, maybe. 
I can see that uh, possibly, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I do, you know, I, well, I think we probably as a whole, I shouldn't speak for you guys, but, you know, it, shocking sports news is always fun. It's always fun to suddenly sure. get the first, like, you know, holy crap, this happens, you know, however you get it. And, uh, yeah, the moment I saw that, I was like, wow, that's <laughs> absolutely not what I was anticipating. No. I- so. Like I say, I, w- I was expecting him to go back to OKC just for the year, just to s- play it out and see what happened. Yeah. You know, again, I think that's part of the reality. It's just a perfect intersection of time for Durant to take advantage of it. You look at the contract structure in, in Golden State. You know, this was a move. Obviously, they don't have to worry about Harrison Barnes, um, and they can focus on uh, dealing with Curry next year. Uh, we'll, we'll see what it turns into, but this if if he was going to make the move, this was the perfect time to do it. Again, he's done his time in, in Oklahoma City. Uh, you know, I don't feel, you know, when LeBron went to Miami, I think it was such a, it was, that was a shock to the system, right? I feel like it's less of a shock to the system with Durant, um, in part because it was handled a little bit more low-key. Uh, I think again some of the some of the the blowback with LeBron was how it's not what he did it's how he did it yeah um, <laughs> and I, I don't think Durant's gotten that and granted plenty of people have burned his jersey that's just the typical fan response let's burn a jersey and put it on YouTube or whatever but to wrap up a couple thoughts on on Jerry West a couple of things he pointed out and we talked about shots in the first segment of the podcast but uh, ESPN had an article on, uh, talking about West and obviously this is a man that. Uh, did win a finals, but he was one and eight in the finals overall. And he talked about, he told Durant how those losses still aided him. And you know, clearly, getting over the hump was a, was a huge deal. But West pointed out to Durant how he basically believed his overall game is overlooked in Oklahoma City, uh, and that he, he didn't receive enough credit for some of the other facets of, facets of his game, like rebounding for rebounding, for example, where he led the Thunder with eight point two uh, rebounds a game or on defense. And I like this line. Quote, West said that if Durant goes to a team with other great scorers and wins championships, the other parts of his game will receive recognition, and he'll be known as a great all-around player rather than just a great scorer. So, you know, I mean, it, that's a pretty good sell. Yeah. That's a pretty good sell. Jerry, Jerry West clearly did a hell of a job w- with that sell, so kudos to him on that. We'll see if it pays off. Uh, obviously, looking at it on paper, it, it feels like it will. It certainly feels like it will. So... Uh, some of the reactions on, on Twitter, the old Twitterverse, there's always, you know, insanity with that kind of stuff. Nothing new there. I did like, uh, obviously, people dug up you know, Durant's tweet from, uh, you know, July 16th, 2010. He said, quote, now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive and going at these peoples. So, you know, pe- people are going to dig that up. I totally, again, I totally get it. And for whatever reason, you know, I think there are plenty of people with vitriol over it, but I don't feel like the blowback is as severe as as the, you know, the LeBron, you know, Miami deal. I, I don't I don't feel like the blowback's as bad, but there's definitely blowback. Yeah, it's not as bad, and people need to understand that you are allowed to change your mind. Sure. I mean, yeah, you can dig it up all you want to, but you know, you grow, you learn, and. And maybe he just said, screw it, man. This is my best chance at a championship if I go this year. And that's what he did. Would it have been what I'd done? Eh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not in his shoes. 
But, you know, if it's his best chance at a, at a championship this season, why not? <laughs> I like, yeah, I was looking at one of these, uh, some, I forget who posted this in the sports group chat, but it was like NFL players reacting. And I like this one. Uh, Mike Evans said, man, what y'all got going on at NBA? Y'all just going to sit back and let it happen? They basically got Team USA over there in Oakland. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like Alan Hearn said, uh, tweeted, no one not allowed to play with Golden State on 2K. Yeah, we just heard <laughs> about the video game thing, right? Uh, Demarius Randall tweeted, the death lineup, I'm done watching basketball. <laughs> it's just funny, man. Uh, there's some good ones. And then, and then one person uh, just tweeted out the classic Vine. The classic Vine. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. LeBron James Vine. <laughs> Oh, so y'all mad at KD because he wants a ring. That was from Demarius Randall on that one. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I, I, I don't know, man. I get the people that are angry. I really do. And I'd like to say that I'm angry with you. I, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just not. I do feel bad for the Thunder. And I do feel yeah. bad for that team and that fan base. But, the, I mean, it's just a, it lined up that way for Durant. He's, he's rolling with it, man. I'm not going to hate long, I, I'm long, just long, long time before we see somebody who basically stays their career with one team. Kobe very well may have been the last to do it. Who knows? Well, but, Tim um, Duncan. Well, uh, Dirk. Well, Dirk, Tim, Tim, of course. Yeah, Dirk, Dirk, I would say, is probably going to finish out with the Mavs unless they just blow it up and move them just as a courtesy. I doubt they do that. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think Cuban would let that happen. Yeah. Dirk at least got one ring out of the whole thing. But – We'll see. I, 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 clearly, in, in the landscape of sports, you know these players that that go start to finish with a team. But it's the it, it's such a rarity, especially like super duper superstar kind of guys. I do think it's funny. Charles Barkley was obviously piling on Kevin Durant. Talked about uh, you know quote Kevin is a terrific player. He's a good kid, but just disappointed with the fact that he weakened another team and he's going to kind of gravy train on a terrific Warriors team. Just disappointed from a competitive standpoint because just like it meant more to LeBron to win one in Cleveland, it would mean more to Kevin to win one in Oklahoma than it would be in Golden State. So, <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, that's true, but last time I checked, Charles Barkley, I'm pretty sure he didn't uh, stick with the 76ers, right? Didn't he play with the yeah. uh, Houston Rockets at some point in his career? He played with yeah. Phoenix Suns yeah. for a couple yeah. few years, and then he went to Houston. Yeah, man. Hmm. Yeah, let's see. He, t- he told the Suns to trade him to one of a couple of teams or, or he would retire. But, you know, other people, you know, when they ring hunt, it's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The problem was he went to Houston, I think, a year or two too late. Them's the breaks. Sh- I mean, Should have went 95, bro. You, you know who I'm a little <laughs> – yeah, right. You know who I'm a little surprised about is, is Reggie Miller. He had a piece come out and uh, talked about how Durant's decision is, is bad for the league and it tarnishes his legacy because he left a small market in pursuit of what the headline calls, quote, cheap jewelry. <laughs> And so Reggie Miller wrote, at the end of the day, what's more important, rings or legacy? The media only cares about rings, and rightfully so. We are judged on jewelry, so that's, what I, that's why I can't argue with it. From a personal standpoint, I'm upset that a small market will never recover from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I don't know if I'd agree with that, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's but tough. But it's going to take some time, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Oh, by the way, Ray Allen's apparently considering an NBA return. He's he's intrigued by the Warriors. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> yeah, man. He's turning 41 in a few days, by the way. July 20th, he's going to be 41. 
Yeah, but I hear I hear that dude is like in, in insane. Oh yeah, no, shape. He's, oh, yeah. he's in he's in phenomenal condition. Yeah. He's in phenomenal condition, man. I, I was gonna say, interject if I could. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to take us too far off topic, but uh, uh, you mentioned Dirk, and it made me think about the Mavs, which then made me think about uh, just earlier today. Uh, I watched the second episode of uh, Bill Simmons' show on HBO, which uh-huh. if anybody hadn't hadn't had a chance to, I really like it. I know I'm a huge Simmons fan. The segmenting is a little weird and it needs a little work, but uh, it's very entertaining. Obviously, the first week got a ton of attention with the uh, Ben Affleck you know, interview and Affleck kind of <laughs> going off about the flake gate people thinking he was ultra drunk and i watched it and i don't know i mean i i i, I was entertained um whether he was drunk or not i, I don't know but yeah you know, who knows i said that you know brady is the best quarterback of all time and of course i you know, disagree with that immensely but yeah but you're um, a giants fan i mean you know he's yeah, biased you're biased one one of the best yeah not the best but uh, i mean clearly two. clearly it's robert griffin the third <laughs> <laughs> Captain is way too drunk right now. Um, oh, <laughs> no, but, but what was Keep great going. was the this, this second episode uh, that I just watched. Uh, he had a segment with uh, Cuban and a sports writer. Can't remember the, the guy's name. And he was just talking about you know if I you know offered you you know three billion, would you sell the Mavs? He's like no, or, or, or th- excuse me, three three million. Um, sorry, just something you know. Uh, was, yeah, oh yeah, three billion. He's like no, I, 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 of course not. And he's like, you wouldn't sell, and he was like, no, and he, you know, couldn't understand why not. He said, you know, well, yeah, I, what, what, what do I need three billion for? And the sports writer was like, so that's gold. Now, once in my life, I want to be able to say, what would three billion dollars be to me? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but it was also, I mean, Cuban clearly saying, I mean, he loves it. Of, of course, we all know that. But he loves being the Mavs owner. He, I, I can't fathom that he would ever give up, uh, you know, ownership of the Mavs. And I'm, I'm glad he wants. And he, yeah. he has some really entertaining stories about you know, owners' meetings and things like that. So uh, that was I'm very, sure. very entertaining. I have episode, no doubt. But, uh, yeah, I have no doubt. They're probably in for a couple of tough, uh, tough years, though, man. Yeah, they they, they are. Um, but you know, I I, I don't know. I, I just I think that's uh, you know, Dur- Dur- Durant you know, absolutely had the right to you know go somewhere where he seeks out rings and, and is he the- cheating his way to a championship? No, he's he's not. He got an opportunity. Yeah, I just I don't think of it as cheating he, he was free to sign wherever he wanted to and, and maybe is it the easy way yeah and, and people will get upset at that but good lord how many of us are looking for the easy way to something i mean well i mean it, he still has to do it i mean it's not like they don't automatically get the damn you know trophy they didn't automatically win it you still got to go and i mean how many people automatically thought golden state was winning it this year you know what yeah. I mean? It, it's not necessarily well, the case. But, what was I mean, that the, a few years ago? It was the – actually, maybe 15 years ago. It was Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh, and, like, Pittsburgh beat Tampa Bay, and, like, some Pittsburgh player got mad and said, they ain't nothing but paper champions. They're champions on paper. <laughs> they ain't champions. I, I forget who said that. But. I, I vaguely remember this. I'm not going to remember who said it either, but I, I know who you're talking about. And called them paper champions, like – Golden State right now is the paper champions, but they got to go sure. out and do the work, put in the time. Because, you know, the the Western Conference ain't going to lay over. LeBron ain't going to lay over. You got to go out and take it. Right. But you've got the pieces in place to do it. You just got to go do it. We'll see how it plays out. I, I think the 
reaction to the team and to Durant is going to be a fascinating side piece to the overall, you know, like arc of the Warriors next year. Um, and maybe they need to play with a, a, you know, a bit of that, you know, I don't give a F kind of mode. You know, looking back, I'm sh- I would think that if Durant has a window of time that he's leaves Oklahoma City, would he go back home? Maybe. I mean, LeBron did it. I'm not saying he will. I'm not saying that's how that plays out. People like to talk about LeBron going home and delivering the ring and the emotional reaction he had. Look, I mean, Durant would have loved to, you know, seal the deal once in Oklahoma City. Let's not pretend otherwise. They just didn't get it done. But he's had, he's had enough years there. If he's ready to spread his wings and do something different, I don't begrudge the guy that. You know, he didn't cobble together a group of people to go sign there. He's going, hey, it's an opportunity. Jerry West, good deal. I like that. Look, I'm marketable. It's a big market. There's lots of money to be made. Endorsements, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we could actually finish this thing. You know, boom, good for him. I, w- I do think it, it would be really funny, though. I mean, you know, obviously Westbrook, I mean, if, if he ended up with the Lakers and went home to California, like how much how much would Oklahoma hate, like, California, right? Like, we, we hate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like right, we're taking our superstars. <laughs> you guys suck, man. Yeah, they're gonna hate. They're gonna hate all that stuff. But See, it's like the NBA's way of stealing Oklahoma City back to Seattle. Yeah, well, you know, I saw some people going, "Well, yeah, Oklahoma City, man, you're crying now, but uh, you know what? <laughs> you, you stole that team from Seattle. How do you think they felt, bitch? <laughs> you know, I mean, you see some of those things, but." You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, again, I think at the end of the day, I, I feel a l- I just feel more empathy for Oklahoma City than I don't feel anger. And I, I think part of it, the team has handled his exodus pretty well. Uh, the fan base is a different issue, but uh, the, the, you know, I mean, the team at least they said a lot of the right things. Um, I think Durant said a lot of the right things. They didn't make a big spectacle of it. And it, but I, I totally get the anger. I get the anger. I get the frustration. I just don't have it. Right? I just don't have it. Would it be nice if they got over the hump? Yeah. So close, so close, so close, so close. Didn't get it done. And they, they were obviously making some moves, trading, you know, Ibaka and, and bringing some other pieces in. You know, again, I, I, I think, uh, all right, let's be fair. Who thinks they trade Westbrook? I do. Uh, you want them to go to the Lakers, by the way? Oh, yes. <laughs> what would they have to give up to get Westbrook I, in a Lakers uniform? Uh, Nick Young. <laughs> I think they might have to give up a little bit more than Nick Young, right, bro. Nick Young and a couple cheerleaders. A couple, couple Laker girls. Um, a lot. I, I, I fully recognize that. I, I don't know. Um, I, uh, but, uh... Yeah, a lot, but I mean, I don't, I can't fathom any Lakers fan. I saw. Just... I don't think they sell unless they get the right price, and even then, I, I don't think he gets traded. I, the James Harden trade from a couple of years ago, I think, still really stings. Yeah, but I mean, I think if they had kept him, they would have had a chance to get back to the finals. Well, I mean, they had a chance to get to the finals this year. They blew it. They were up 3-1, yeah, man. It. Absolutely. I, I don't agree. know. What what the hell happened at the end of some of those games, dude? I mean, it, you know, I mean, it, it got away from them. I don't know if they crumbled under pressure or what, but, you know. Look, I, 
Look, Mark. By the way, I've seen some pieces that talk about uh, if the Lakers were serious about turning for Westbrook, that they, they, you know, you're talking about maybe Brandon Ingram and D'Angelo Russell or something like that. I wouldn't want to see all that, to be honest. I, is that, that is the the concern. That yes, I mean they're they're, you know, I I want to see Ingram get a shot for sure. So I wouldn't want to see Ingram go. Russell, if packaged the right way, maybe. But I, even that, I wouldn't be thrilled about. Um, so I, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Nick Young and some Laker girls. <laughs> How about just wait it out for nice. the season and just sign him? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So, well, I mean, you know, do you think uh, do you think um, Nick Young totally went uh, since he didn't learn his lesson from JPP? Are you glad that he was able to you know shake off the fireworks incident? No. I, I've got so little respect for Nick Young. I mean, I have no interest in celebrity gossip, but I just I've seen that. I mean, it's. He, uh, he he had some pretty you know pretty disgusting like you know, cheating on uh, Iggy Azalea. He's got a you know girl pregnant from that he'd been you know hooking up with since September or something like that when he'd been engaged to Iggy for months before that. So I yeah, he, he's just, I, yeah I don't I don't like the guy. I don't really need to see him as a Laker anymore. So um, yeah. So, so you just really like to break free of that kind of stuff. I would be happy yeah. to break free of Nick Young and, and, and everything to do with Nick Young. Shannon, you're dangerous. <laughs> MacGuffin's dangerous. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway. I have absolutely no special love for Iggy Azalea. Any dude that's a cheater and... He's obviously done more than yeah, enough things to make yeah. the Lakers look bad on the court. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can. He can go. We can shake. We can shake him off. <laughs> you know, I played that like a, a minute ago, right? So you, so you are prepared to let him go? Seriously, I, guys? I, I dreamed a dream. We let him go, and <laughs> everything was better. Everything was all better then. Oh, my God. Oh, Todd. You know what, uh, Mark? Way to regulate, man. Thank you. Way, way to regulate. I wasn't even going to play like, you know, I dreamed a dream. I wasn't going to do that to y'all. I'm telling you, y'all will not let me get away from that stuff. We we might need soundbite rehab. We will. We, someday we will. Today is probably. Just be in a, we'll, we'll just be standing in a corner and just be shaking and saying our lines over and over again. At this point, we'll be in rehab with Johnny Manziel, right? Beverly Hills. That's possible. That's it. Yeah, that's right, Johnny. Get off my lawn. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. Where is Susan Boyle, man? I'm missing the. I don't have her in the queued up, man. That's, that's so weird. Let's not, let's not fall asleep in the back of a car like Alan Robinson. So. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he dreamed a dream, by the way, in his car <laughs> as it was sinking in a pond. Way to go. Jeez. By the way, I, I got the heads up from Sarah that she's breastfeeding Chloe now, so I guess I might be off baby duty. However, we're still wrapping up at the end of segment two. <laughs> That's how you don't birth segment three. You wrap up. <laughs> Just a piece of advice for you, Nick Young. <laughs> Just say it. Hey, man, what are you going to do? It's the power I love, baby. Dude, you still haven't even played the other two yet. Which other two? 
break free and let I, it let it go. I, you know, I was trying. I was trying to avoid it, but you know what? Fine, Shannon. You know, is this for like uh, the haters? Can't that feeling, Justin. Oh my God. Just can't fight that feeling every time you hear those songs. I'm telling you. You know, random sudden. By the way, uh, I can't go with that story. That's just terrible. Uh-oh. I can't. Uh-oh. I can't do that. There, there was a story. Okay, do you want me to tell you? Uh-huh. You want to know? Okay, so uh, Gizmodo had an article about a herpes outbreak among Australia's Uh-oh. green sea turtles, likely triggered by pollution. <laughs> they look terrible. They have like all these like random blobs in their face. That, oh, that's terrible. We're not going to go that that direction. It's pretty bad. Uh, all right, look here we go. Let's talk about uh, the awfulness of the OKC fans who apparently cannot let it go in all the psychotic ways that they are destroying Kevin Durant jerseys, which are completely over the top. You had one, one group of fans that took his, I, th- I think in this case it was a jersey, the old shirt jersey, doused that sucker with lighter fluid, fired it up, and then shot guns at the damn thing. Brilliant. I mean, it, it's like, it's pretty nuts, dude. I understand the fan for I really do get the fan frustration. Believe me, I get that. I get frustration. Uh, I, I don't get anger. I don't get hatred. I don't get jersey burning. I don't. I, to me, I, I'll, I'll throw back once more time. And I know Stephen A. Smith is going to explode the next time anybody you know compares Durant's you know, move to to LeBron's. But I'm going to do it anyway. When LeBron first made his switch, his decision, he did it by going on TV and giving yes. a public middle finger yes. to the, the entire city of Cleveland. Which Durant was is, which was cold. Oh, it's, it was horrendous. And again, I, I think he's he's rehabbed himself and rehabbed his image. And I applaud the way he did it the second time around. I said that. Yes. Um, but Kevin Durant has done none of those things. He he, he did it with nope. class. Yep. He he's a grown adult who who again served served spent many years you know as a proud proud you know member of the Thunder. Uh, never did anything to to you know hurt their image or to, to you know hurt the city. Um, so to just turn to immediate you know vitriol it just makes me sad it just makes me sad for sports fandom because it just it's just it's it's not the way that you know i think it should be disappointment frustration absolutely but you know jersey burning and hatred i i just can't get behind it nah it's a little bit crazy and in this case this the the the, the dudes that like lit the jersey on fire and shot it up uh they did play acdc's thunderstruck in the background while they were crushing this thing so <laughs> There it is. At least three dudes with rifles lit up the KD jersey instead of the blaze as the bullets tore through it. Yeah. That's kind of messed up, man. Yeah. I love this song. No, me but, too. You know, a little ACDC is always good. But seriously, guys, that may be – you might be taking it a little too far. Just a heads up. <laughs> Slightly. Slightly. Just maybe. <clears throat> I think this one might be a little bit more of a little – I don't know. Relevant's probably not the right word, but obviously there's there's lots of reactions, man. You, you got professional reactions, NFL reactions, Twitter reactions. You know, I like it. people are like, "Can you get James Harden back from the Rockets?" <laughs> <laughs> that one I thought was pretty funny. You know, 
But I, I like this. There was this one on For the Win, man. And obviously, you know, there's, there's going to be the normal adults tearing crap up. And then you're going to mix in a couple of kid vids, right? And this one was like this little kid. He's just chilling in a pool. And here you go. Hey, Miles. Kevin Durant's not going to be on the Thunder anymore. Why? He signed with the, another team. I hate him and I punch him in the face. This dude uh, did tweet that little video at uh, Kevin Durant's Twitter, you know, deal. He said, thanks for ruining my son's day. But he did follow it up. And he said, quote, followed with, even if he isn't my favorite player anymore, he still is. And even if he isn't a Thunder player, he still is. Kid logic. <laughs> but, you know, I get it, man. It, it, it's tough, dude. It's tough. Jersey burning all that stuff. You know, there's forgiveness out there in the sports world, but you know, you know, we talked about some other topics while we were, you know, on a little podcast break, and you know, the short-term emotional like outlet and venting sometimes, you know, are a little bit excessive, and part of that might be in really shaped by the social media landscape and people just getting trying to get a little a little attention out of the whole thing. Uh, Tory Smith, by the way, tweeted out. He said, as I said before, a player leaves to win, it's a problem. He leaves for money, it's a problem. If he stays and loses, it's a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? No it, one it, wins. No, you know, it, it's just imperfect. Uh, Stephen A. Smith obviously laid into uh, laid in the, uh, into Durant. He said, don't give a damn what anyone says. Weak move by KD. You go to uh, Golden State, the team who beat you when you're already on a title contender, please. I mean, is that fair? I mean, he, he, here's his actual piece. How are you viewing this move from Durant? Well, I'm viewing it as the weakest move I've ever seen from a superstar. Plain and simple. That's just how I look at it. Uh, it's not that he's leaving Oklahoma City. If you're not happy there and you want to move on and you want to grow as a player, or, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. He's one of the top three players in the world. He's a quintessential superstar. He deserves all the credit in the world for the talent that he possesses. But the flip side is this. They were up 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals. Not one, not two, but three different times. He was 48 minutes removed from um, getting to the NBA Finals by winning the Western Conference. Three times he failed, particularly in Game 6. And you depart for the team that beat you when you're on the cusp of getting to the Finals yourself or ultimately winning the championship for the franchise that you've been with since you've come into the NBA. I think it's incredibly weak, and I don't want to hear any comparisons to that of LeBron James when LeBron James left Cleveland for South Beach. When LeBron left Cleveland, the cupboard was bare. Uh, he was the basically he was basically the only dude in Cleveland. It was LeBron James and a bunch of no names. In the case of Kevin Durant, you have one of the top five players in the world as your teammate. You've got Billy Donovan, who's proven to be an exceptional coach. You've got a coaching staff. You've got a first-class organization. You've got Enos Canton, Stephen Adams, and all of these boys. You are legitimately a championship contender. You are the difference. You are the superstar, and you depart for the team that beat you, that's been the, the two-time reigning uh, defending Western Conference champions, who's won a championship in the last two years, you're jumping on a bandwagon as far as I'm concerned. That's just the way that I look at it. I don't think there's any way to deny that. 
uh, you know, all the reporters, whether it's Ramona, it's Chris Broussard, everybody doing an exceptional job, you know, pointing out the things that they point out. I don't disagree with anything anybody is saying. But in the end, what it comes down to is that Kevin Durant is one of the top three players in the world. And he ran away from the challenge that he faces in order to jump on the bandwagon of a team that's a little bit better, that's already rife with at least one superstar, a couple of guys that can really, really get it done. I just view it as him jumping on the bandwagon, and I think it's the weakest move I've ever seen by a superstar. Playing as- I mean, you know, that's a pretty scathing take, and I think a lot of people will, will agree with him. I don't feel as, <laughs> I'm not as passionately angry as, you know, Stephen A., and I'm not a huge fan of the old Skip Bayless, Stephen A., first take. I don't really care about that particular model. They're great at what they do, you know, but that, that's a pretty easy thing to rake the guy over the coals. But I get, and I think a lot of people will have that perspective, and I get it. I get it. And that will be part of the criticism that Durant has to deal with. That's part of the criticism that the Warriors have to deal with. That is very real. And the only way to silence people is to win and shut them the hell up. You got to deliver on it. But I I, I don't know. I I just feel like Durant is fairly likable. And you know what I mean? You might have people, you know, I, I like how there's like Warriors and Thunder fans are like battling on the Yelp page of Kevin Durant's restaurant. I don't know if you guys saw this, like for real. You have Warriors fans and freaking Thunder fans, and they're just going back and forth with reviews on this dude's restaurant. He owns a chicken restaurant, KD's, in downtown Oklahoma City. <laughs> and people are just li- leaving all kinds of ridiculousness up in this piece. The heart and soul of the menu item Durantula was an amazing recipe until they renamed it and dubbed it Ring Chaser. By adding green, <laughs> by adding green curry in a clay pot makes this Ring Chaser kind of cheap. <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre, man. And another person hey. wrote. Another person wrote, just as I was getting ready to eat something great, it was taken away, thrown directly in the toilet because it's an easier route to the end goal. And they wow. just have a picture of a Durant jersey burning. All of those things, instead of playing the Thunder Rolls, it could be the Thunder Trolls. <laughs> well, if they trade yeah. Westbrook, can we play the Thunder Folds? <laughs> hey, hey, do you like that? Nice. I like this one. Uh, when everywhere else in this town is serving up sour grapes, it's nice to come to a place that knows how to cook it up right. I can recommend starting with dessert. And it just has a picture of clay and, and curry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pr- pretty great. Best drink on the menu is Tears of Thunder fans. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> anyway, kind of random. So, oh man, Kevin Durant. I can't believe I can't believe that actually happened. Can't believe that actually happened. But curious to see how it plays out. I, again, I, I just I, I don't feel angry about it. I don't I don't know why. I just I just don't. I just don't. I feel bad for Oklahoma City. I feel bad for the Thunder. And I think y'all better be ready to say goodbye to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over. Because if he's not going to re-sign, they can't lose Durant and get nothing out of it and lose Westbrook and get nothing out of it. Start warming the bus <laughs> they, up. They can't do it, man. So welcome to Rebuildville. Population, yo ass. <laughs> Because you're there. Well, technically, Philly and New York have been there for a while. But hey, look, but, hey, look, man. Ben Simmons, man. He's got those fun highlights. Fun highlights, dude. 
Yeah. When he's not in cramping the, up. In the summer league, well, he's got to hydrate, right? <laughs> Look, when, he, when when LSU went quit mode at the end of the year, he didn't know how to, you know, stay he ready, to, <laughs> stay game time, man. Give the, give the kid a he break. stopped. Give the kid a break, dude. <laughs> so that's what happens. I think it was great that he told LeBron I was excited to guard him, and then LeBron flashed the uh, the trophy. I thought that was pretty funny. I enjoyed that. Uh, by the way, as far as Dwayne Wade, I love how uh, you know him him going to Chicago a- again. You know, enjoy going home. It's going to be really strange to not see him in a Heat uniform. But I like this commercial from uh, T-Mobile. I had totally forgotten about this. Let's see if you guys remember. Get me out of here! Get me out of here! D-Wade wants out of Miami? D-Wade wants a trade? What? We want Wade! We want Wade! And he's coming to Chicago! Bad news from Heat Fan. Phoenix is great, Dwayne. D-Wade is crazy! Demanding a trade from Get me out of here! Thank you. You're on the news. T-Mobile lets NBA fans share updates in HD video faster on America's largest 4G network, only from T-Mobile. Get me. He's like like locked in a closet in this commercial. <laughs> he gets let out by like, I don't know, one of the cleaning ladies or whatever. But get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about that. Thought it was, yeah. And by the way, the crying Jordan that got stuck on Pat Riley's face where it's almost that's really scary. By the way, that is one of the one of the most disturbing crying Jordan pictures I've ever seen in my freaking life, because that, they have the skin tone of like Pat Riley meets orange face Donald Trump with Jordan mixed in there. I mean, it's just it's all bizarre. It just looks really scary. So probably the worst crying Jordan face I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Not good. Anyway, uh, Shannon, I'll tell you what, man. We need to start wrapping up and get the hell out of here. Uh, by the way, kudos to uh, – we joked around about drinks on who. And uh, Andrew Luck, drinks are probably uh, at least partially on you tonight uh, for sure. Signing that contract. I did want to say, by the way, I love the fact that uh, Calvin Johnson uh, – this is the headline. If the Lions were contenders, it would have been harder to leave. No kidding. No kidding. Really? <laughs> Tell me more about that. If your team didn't suck ass, you might have played longer. Duh. Ask Barry Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Just letting you know. Oh, Just letting you know. But uh, it, uh, obviously the, the Colts, we haven't talked a lot about a lot of, a lot of NFL news. That, that'll change a little bit uh, as we start getting prepped for the season. Uh, Russell Wilson and Ciara getting married. Yay for y'all. Uh, you know what? But, Congratulations to Russell Wilson. First time he's had sex in about a year and a half. So dude, congratulations! They've been. To us. It's, it's, uh, he's ready to score again, right? He's ready. He's ready to hey, go he, deep, he get the end zones, split the uprights. You know, we know for sure. Year we, and a half, he led the two minute drill. We but, know. We know for sure that Russell Wilson dreamed the dream. Ho- hopefully, his second time, second possession, he got to take his time down the field. So. <laughs> Are you telling me the first time may have been a hurry up? Oh, it was a two minute drill, bro. <laughs> was it a was it a pump and go? <laughs> was it was it a dump off? Was it a wheel route? What are you telling me, I, man? I, it was a quick score, man. It may have been a slant, I'm not sure. Quick it, slant, quick slant. Two or three play drive, man. It's, uh... <laughs> Did he go beast mode? That's all I wanna know. <laughs> Did he, did he yell 12s anywhere along the line? Oh, 
goodness. Not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to sex my tombo? Did he? He dreamed a dream. He totally went Susan Boyle, man. Oh my God! Yeah, good we for them. We could go worse, but I don't want to ruin this podcast anymore. Yeah, it's too late. I am. I don't know. I dreamed a dream. He creamed. He the creamed cream. the cream. Yeah. Yes. I mean, That's you awesome. know, my God. That's what that's what Russ said, man. He's like, <laughs> he's like, check out my Kirk Cousins impression. Well, we know that uh, you know she didn't go Red Hot Chili Peppers. She made that man work for that. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I think it was more his choice than anything. But 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 uh, yes, kudos to them. Good congratulations. I'm glad they got yes, married. Congrats on the marriage. Yay. Hope it actually lasts longer than the other marriage. Lasts and, longer uh, than the two minute drill. Wish you guys the best. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Andrew Luck, $44 million guaranteed fully at signing. Seriously, dude. As as Shane, and by the way, I hope they structured this better than they did Peyton Manning's deals uh, (laughs) back in the day. Uh, I think they learned from those. They've got Uh, some work to do. Um, What is it? $32 million signing bonus, $18 million, uh, you know. Uh, paid in the next, like I think, ten days from the signing of the contract, and then fourteen million more paid uh, March thirty first of twenty seventeen. Uh, it, it sounds like they've structured this out to kind of spread it out a little bit more manageably, and yeah. not have a, a year where it just punishes uh, punishes them. Still, it's a hell of a lot of money. It's not NBA money, but it's a no. hell of a lot of money. No, and of course he's going to get that uh, ping uh, that robot ping robot ping pong thing, whatever. Robot, I mean, yes. He couldn't get for a skump. I mean, jeez. No, no. But no. I mean, I, I'd, I'd been saying 150, I think, for the entire year. But 140, you know, being only 10 million off wasn't too bad. Um, you just, you knew the Brinks truck was going to back up. Oh, of course. Um, I just, you know, I just hope that they can get some offensive line help to uh, keep him upright because, you know, just. Much like the sports brew in a bar, you just can't take that many shots. Ha! Too true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Look, they have a window of they have a window of opportunity here. Uh, Luck is in his prime. It's not like I mean, you can't play around with that guy because you know any, if any other team had the opportunity to come in and try to pry them pry him away, they would. You know what I mean? You yeah. can fault him for different things. The turnovers are, are obviously an issue. He had. Not a great year last year. We understand. You know what I mean? Injury issues popped up. Look, he's in the prime of his career. You got to lock the guy up. You got to run with it. But they clearly need to draft better. All right? They've got things that they need to do. And I think it was wise of them not to use, you know, a bad year against him um, as leverage. I don't think that would have been a smart play. No. Um, (laughs) You know, you don't don't need that kind of infighting, uh, you know, in the organization. Uh, clearly, he's your franchise guy. Clearly, they're committed to him. Clearly, you know, they got lucky as hell to transition from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. It doesn't mean that he's going to win a ring. It doesn't mean they're going to, you know, it doesn't mean any of that. But, look, you know if you don't have an upper-tier guy or somebody that's at least the quality of an upper-tier guy uh, and dancing with that, it's really hard to win, especially if you don't have a, a, an elite-level defense uh, or a whole bunch of other stuff working in your favor. If you have a hell of a run game and elite-level defense, you can win. Just ask Trent Dilfer, okay? It's doable. Um, <laughs> but 
the you know that era of Baltimore Ravens defense, this Colts team is not. No, <laughs> that kind of run game, this Colts team is not. <laughs> okay, nope. um, you know th- they needed to hitch their wagon in and go, and they and they did that. I don't have and you know the contract's big. We're gonna see some other silly numbers coming down the pipe. Um, he's gonna kind of lead the charge on some of that. Uh, it is a lot of money. Uh, I think some of it again is is just timing. But the, the thing that that organization needs to do for him, they sure as hell need to draft some decent talent around him. And that is up to Griggs, you know, Grigson and, and the rest of that front office. They need to get that done. But Shannon, in Andrew Luck's honor, I wanted to play a couple of songs for him, for you. All right, they see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Thinking just too wide and nerdy. Thinking just too wide and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. I want to roll with. Little weird owl, man. I couldn't say no. And and really for Andrew Luck's beard from the other year. Oh, don't tell me I closed that out. Hold on. <gasps> what? Oh, that's crap. Here, hold on. I had one pulled up for Andrew Luck's beard. And you know what? I got to go back to it. I think it's muy importante. <laughs> I take a look at a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like oh it's 1699. Dude, that caveman beard is beastly. Er, playoff beard. <laughs> I mean, yo. A local boy kicked me in the butt last week. I <laughs> just smiled at him and I turned the other cheek. Anyway, that was for you. I thought you might well appreciate played, that. Sir. Well yeah, played, sir. Well played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Amish Paradise? I mean, come on, dude. That was, like, legit, man. I had to dig that up. Uh, forget the beer... Forget the, uh, you know, uh, ping pong playing robot. Dude, Andrew Luck, yo, sports brew, sports brew approved. How about playing beer pong with a Roomba? That's yes. gold. You know what? You know, Shannon, at some point this summer, we need to play a game. You know what? We ought to do that when we take our trip in July. Who can we borrow a Roomba from so that we can play a game of beer pong with D-Stat and a Roomba? Dude. You know what? Can we put, like, a, a bro-fro on the Roomba? Can we call it... <laughs> can we call it, like, R-Stat? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just won't tase the Roomba. We'll only tase Mark. But I think that would be great. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. I'm feeling that, bro. Oh my goodness! We'll I'm feeling it. that. Like I, I think it would be pretty sweet. Okay. Oh my god, I'm out of drink. I guess that means we need to wrap up this episode, dude. Andrew Luck, kudos to you. Yes. Drink, drinks are on you, brother. Uh, Absolutely. One of the last things uh, I want to give a massive shout out. All right, to Rick Nelson. Y'all probably have no idea who this guy is. Sixty-one-year-old man from Ontario, Canada, got into a this fight with a 320 pound black bear alright this man was out walking his dog on June 3rd he was taking a quick break on a log I'd like the clarification of the story if he was 
dropping a log. But anyway, so he was taking a quick break <laughs> on a log when a bear cub poked its head out of the shrub and let out a yelp. Quote, I knew right away I was in trouble, he told the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. It's calling for mommy. Unfortunately, he was right. The cub's mother suddenly came crashing out of the bushes and stood on its hind legs. Nelson got up from his seat in a panic and looked around for a stick or rock to fend off the angry bear. With nothing to grab, he was forced to take a swing with his fists when he realized there was no other option. Quote, the mother was coming at full speed, and it came and it meant business, he said. I knew it would swing first with its left, but it would really come with its right because most bears are right-handed. <laughs> Wow. They exchanged blows with Nelson receiving several slashes across his shoulder and face and the bear enduring a perfect underhand hit to the snout. Believe me, when you've got adrenaline pumping, you can hit. Even at 61 with gray hair, you can still hit hard. <laughs> Dude, that is like... Remember those uh, beer commercials, Manly Man beer and all mm. that? That yeah. is a freaking manly man right there. Yeah, I'm telling you. Just I mean, fighting a bear. I mean, it was on IFL Science. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm guessing this is not total BS. Uh, but either way, if you get into a fist fight with a bear and you drop an undercut on that sucker and it goes away, you did your man work for you uh, probably a lifetime. Chuck Norris level yeah. of badass. I mean, for real? That's phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, Rick, Rick Nelson wins, wins the week, so nicely done, Rick Nelson. I mean, holy crap, dude. God, I mean, he should be rich and famous, that guy. <laughs> right? He, he, he did barely spend years as, a, years as a featherweight boxer, so he had a little bit of boxing experience. But, uh, yes. Uh, none, none, okay. None, none, yes. So that, I mean, that's good. That helps. Nonetheless, he certainly, I'm sure, never you know, boxed a bear before. I don't know how many people bo- have boxed a bear. Not many. You know. Well, I mean, I mean Will Ferrell tried you know what? to in that movie. You know what? That should probably be an Olympic sport because that's probably going to be better than swimming in those rivers of shit that they're going to have to do. You know what I mean? In Brazil. In dead, Rio. Dead, dead bodies roll up on. Yeah. Look, when you're finding body parts, when it's like Grand Theft Auto in real life and you're finding random limbs and appendages on a beach, you need to get the hell out of there. I mean, Jesus. Uh. Look, we, we, look, 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 they're killing mascots. You got dead skydivers, dead bikers, security guards stealing crap, disembodied limbs on beaches, construction that's not done, oil and grossness in the water, the Zika virus, a super bacteria in the water, poop in the water, and a, a crime going out of control, disgruntled unpaid cops, hospitals running out of medicine. Yeah. This is going to be good times. I'm telling you. Although, you know, it, look, to be fair, we gave... And you know, we're not even talking about Detroit. Oh, my. Can you place the song yet, Mark? No. <laughs> uh, Give it a second. DMX. Uh huh. motherfuckers is ready or what? Is that motherfuckers ready or what? I don't think you are. 
I don't think so. They got my back against the building. I'm the villain that's creeping around corners. Like shorty, if you see them niggas creeping around corners. I think if you're going down like for the Olympic game Olympic Games, you better be ready. You might want to have DMX with you. Or Ja Rule or somebody that can just yell at people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Be careful what you do. Like, for real. Rio, man, this is going to be crazy. I mean, you know, Sochi was nuts. We got, we, what would they have? Like, random dogs, people getting stuck in a hotel rooms. And we piled on a little bit, and they ended up being a decent, relatively decent Olympics. Uh, the, the after effects were different as far as all the cheating that the Russians did. Yeah. <laughs> but. Dude, I don't know, man. I am concerned going into the, into this Olympiad that it is it might be scary bad. I'm a little bit worried about it. I'm also fascinated, but poop in the water is dangerous. Bacteria in the water is dangerous. There is some really dangerous crap going on in Brazil. No so, pun intended. Yeah, I, I, I hope that they can pull <laughs> this out of their ass, and I don't mean the poop that's in the random untreated feces that's in the water. Um We'll uh, we'll see how this goes. I mean, it's yeah. There's some bad stuff coming, man. I think it could be really, really ugly. And yeah. God bless everybody that has to get in the water. Yeah, you're gonna really need to shake that off. I'm pretty sure they're sending these guys down there and guys and gals down there if they have to be in the water with like hazmat suits. Gross. Oh, you're gonna want to break free of that crap. Uh, yes. Thank you, Shannon. Like, legit. I think this is going to be a scary, scary period of time. Dangerous, like, for sure. Anyway, I don't know what else we have to talk about. We played Amish Paradise, for God's sake. I mean, for real. Thank you, Weird Al. I think there's some tourists that are going to get punched when they're down in Brazil, dude. Like, for real. <laughs> anyway, Kevin Durant, I'm not going to hate on you. I hope it goes well. But the Warriors, dude, people are going to hate on that team. They're going to hate yeah, on you. They're going to hate yeah, on that yeah. team. I don't blame them. I don't feel the same way, but I don't blame them, man. I totally get it. I totally get it. You are going to be the – y'all are going to be the bad guys. Whether you, I hope you're ready for it because it's there. Draymond Green doesn't have to punch anybody else in the nuts. Y'all are the bad guys now. <laughs> Y'all are the targets. Y'all are the targets. So, play strong, friends. Anyway, we at the Sports Brew. I'm the captain. Been joined tonight, obviously, by Shannon the Twitter, Terminator McGuffin. Enjoy your vacation, bro. I know you're out uh, for a nice absolutely. chunk of time going to Cape Cod. Have fun with the family. Have fun with vacay. Uh, enjoy it. Have a good time. Relax. Rewind. When you get back, we'll see if we can mini-brew again. Uh, D-Stat, I don't know what the hell you got going on, but enjoy whatever it is. <laughs> well, he got work wedding, going on wedding, soon. Wedding so. planning and work coming up. So uh, and enjoy the last chunk of time where you don't have work happening. Absolutely. There you go. So anybody have any uh, wrap-up thoughts or are y'all done? I'm done. I'm okay. good to go, yes, sir. There it is. You said balls. There it is. And just for clarification, it was not the Mets. It was the Cubs that had the entire infield named to the National League starters. Kudos to y'all. E undoubtedly is happy. That's crazy that y'all, that that happened. Crazy. Oh, E'll be happy when they win the World Series. That's, uh, good luck with that. And by the way, once, look, when Kevin Durant's gone and Russell Westbrook gets traded, I want somebody for the Thunder to go like the, that Knicks fan did when they drafted Pazingas. They drafted who? 
I can't wait. I can't wait for that to happen. Well, Can't wait. Oh, As Bart Scott would say, can't wait. Anger. There's a freaking mosquito. Anger. I got some anger. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that freaking mosquito has been a penis in my anus this entire freaking podcast session. He has bitten me so many damn times. Stop it! You son of a bitch. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. I'm going to go kill that thing. So anyway, from us, from all of us to all of you, thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. Uh, we didn't have a ton of shenanigans, but, you know, that's life. Uh, anyway, enjoy the summer. We like to call this the summer sports hole, so our recording schedule is a little bit different. That's just the way that it is. Undoubtedly, uh, we have some fun when the Olympics crop back up. But... From all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the week, have a little bit of fun, and hopefully you're not sobbing in tears as a Thunder fan as your team melts down into oblivion. Sorry, y'all. And I guess until next time, peace out, y'all. Peace out, folks. Good night. Woo! Kevin Durant, since you've been gone. you gonna do anyway y'all all right man have a great night shannon enjoy your vacation mark we'll catch up a little bit later everybody else peace out and good night now for you mark <laughs>